0: okay so we're up to class four I called this class the Godly soul and what it does so if you remember class one I think it was called the animal what was class one called I can't remember but class two is called the Godly soul and where it comes from class three was called the Godly soul and what it's made of and class four is the Godly soul and what it does so just as a, a very quick recap class one two and three okay okay we said that the the human soul the part that makes us a human being sometimes referred to as the animal soul is after one thing which is to be and to be in the most profound way it can be that's all it wants and everything else every negative thing that we are culpable of higher for comes from that of wanting to be okay every single thing so it's really good because that's really helpful to know when i say that's really helpful to know i couldn't like i should really scream that and shout that and just keep saying it for like an hour because cole's money is like cole's mom we don't realize that We end up with endless problems, endless issues that we have to fix that just go on forever and just make you want to rip out your payers and your beard. And and it's really just all one thing. It's the same thing over and over and over again. So if we start to work on that point of this issue of wanting to be, of thinking that I'm something unto myself, some kind of independent reality, if we can just direct all of our things to that, yeah, we're going to end up with Tikkun Abris, Tikkun Akas, Tikkun Amidas in every way, Tikkun Mamon, Shmiras Enayim, Shmiras Enoshim, Shmiras mitzvahs, k- Kavanah B'tefillah, Asmada B'teyra, V'chule, V'chule. Wow. It's, it's going to be, it's just, it's like, it's called the silver bullet. It's not really a silver bullet because it's quite, it's quite an intense avoider, but you can let go of all the complexity if we just stay with that point. Uh, you know, I'm going to just, this is a bit off topic, but I'm going to say anyway. Okay, the key to the whole thing is putting your wife above yourself. If you can get to that point, if you can make your wife more real to you than you are to you, then you like hit the air current, you know, like the hot, the hot air current that just takes you up. If you can do that, if your wife can become more real to the, you than you are, then you've you've won. You've finished, You're done. It just it's just a matter of time. But so now the question is, how would you get there? Because that's not so posh, as I'm sure we all know, yeah. So this is how I see it: is the way of making your wife more real to you than yourself is by making yourself taking yourself less seriously. So now, how do we take ourselves less seriously? And I think the whole thing begins with with being on time. That's the very beginning of everything. I'll explain. It sounds funny, but I really, I really mean this. When we commit to a time, now, the reason why we don't get there on time, obviously, is because we feel that we are more important than the commitment. So it all begins from putting yourself second to your word. Really, that's 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 the key to it. If you want to be OCD, OCD is generally a very, very bad thing. But if you want to be OCD about keeping to your word, that's a very, very good thing. In fact, I can't think of anything much better than that. OCD about keeping to your word, that will help you to stop taking yourself less seriously because you will be secondary to your word and then if that's the case you start taking yourself less seriously then you've got a good chance of taking your wife more seriously and then eventually she'll become more real to the and you are and then you're just a hot skip and a jump away from actually getting synced in with reality as well to shem okay but that was a side point so that was that was chapter one if we could just get very clear on the fact that that's our problem, that we're just really caught up in this need to be. Chapter two, we said that our our neshama is basically a heiluk elekai, it's from the Rabboinu Shloylam himself. It's like him embodied. It's like, when I say to you, are you your neshama? Yeah, the answer is, well, um, not, no, I'm not. I'm I'm a whole bunch of stuff. That's a really complicated question, what am I? Okay, I have a human element, and because I'm Jewish, that means I have the Shechina resting within me, mamash. I have the bonus Shalom in me. Okay, am I am I my nefesh l'kis? I mean, I'm trying to identify with that that of who I am, but I'm much more. I'm much more than that. In the, more than that, that's not the right way to say it. But, but it's it's more. The story's bigger than that. But I have a neshama. A tzaddik would not say I have a neshama we say mm-hmm. the neshamah that you put inside me. So who's the me? That's a regular As Hillel said, yeah. I'm going to the bathhouse to take this. I'm, take, I'm going to do hesed with this aluvalim, the, the the goof, basically. He saw himself. He didn't say the neshamah that Or when he said it, he kind of like smiled as he was saying it. Because his perspective was from the godly soul. Um. So... That's that's where the godly soul comes from. And then we discuss that the godly soul is basically made of Seichel and Midas. Chochmabina and Das. We explained that at length last week. And then Midas, which is emotions that basically flow from that, which is summarized as Ava and Yira. And that's where we pick up now. So we know what the animal soul is. We know where the godly soul comes from, um what it's made of, now we're going to discuss what it does. Okay? Now, what we're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about garments, Levushim. Yeah, you guys have heard of Levushim before? Sure, yeah? Okay? So, it's not as... it It doesn't need to be so mystical and complicated. It's actually quite is actually we can demystify Hashem, it Hashem because it's, it it definitely can become like, very like, wow, what does that all mean? Um Now we're also gonna be, first, I'm going a little bit away from the safer in a sense because the safer when it discusses garments, it immediately discusses the garments of the godly soul, okay? The Nefesh Lakis has a certain set of garments and the Nefesh Bahamis has different garments, very different garments, and you can only be wearing one of the one one at a time, one at one at a time. But what I want to do before I start talking about the garments of the Nefesh Elokes, I want to just discuss the concept of garments. So we're really learning two things right now. We're going to be learning the garments of the Nefesh Elokes and the Nefesh Bahamis because we're just learning the concept of garments. But the Rebbe doesn't really do it in that way in the Sefer. Okay, garments gets translated, what I received from my rebbe, garments is translated as behavior. That's it. As simple as that. When we behave, or misbehave, but when we behave, as in behavior splits into three modes, thought, speech, and action. Okay, thought is also considered a behavior. Um, when we behave, when we think, when we speak, or when we do... Our soul is becoming enclosed. That's what it is. That's really all it is. So any behavior that you do, any thought that you have, any speech that you speak, and any any words that you speak, and any um, and any actions that you do, by definition, your soul is becoming enclosed. So why are they called garments? And there's loads of reasons. We'll bring out a few of them, or most of the ones I know. And um, it, it explains everything. One of the, one of the a very important things to just keep in mind with Torah is, this is my own theory, but I mean, the, the concept is for sure true, but the my way I'll touch it is like this. You know, Adama Rishon named the the Bahamas in Eden, yeah? And what he was really doing was he was... Like penetrating to the, the the essence of the Bahama. and he realized that Ashur is 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 Mushrash in the letters Shin Vav Reish and an Ari araf Reish Yud Hey and he he saw that, and he 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 named them accordingly. Yeah, so I think that's what Chazal did with all the Inyanim, with all the Inyanim that Chazal talking the Tanoim, maybe the Amaraim as well, but definitely the Tanoim, that they saw the inyanim, they were so in sync with the inyanim that when they labelled something, when they called something mm-hmm. something, that's mumush it, mumush. Mm-hmm. So you can be so mechon chazal any time that you and we use the, you know we throw we throw these words around all the time, all different kinds of um, you know um, sayings from chazal. Endless, endless sayings from Chazal. You can be sure that the entire Indian is included in those mm. in that phrase or in that word in the most profound way imaginable. So begudim is no exception. So why are why are why is behavior called begudim? Okay, and is, this is so important to know, and it's just so moodic. I'm gonna just turn my phone on silent. So. okay so the first thing is that and this is really probably the the foundation of it all is we express ourselves through our garments a person who is who is all business and no nonsense will wear a certain kind of certain kind of dress and a guy who's you know chilled out and spontaneous etc will wear a different a different set of clothes clothes express the person.
1: Would you say that somebody that wore the same outfit every single day, about a hundred black shirts, a hundred pants, or white shirts and thats all he wore. Like me. is a lot. So an expression of yourself. Uh,
0: so, so that's a really good question. Um, it just because clothes do express you, they don't have to express you. Mm-hmm. So women who are, you'll, I mean, women—it's much more applicable to women because women are much more emotional, and it's really the emotions that we'll see that in a minute, But it's really emotions that again expressed more than intellect. So, so the fact that, um, the fact that that I, I literally have worn the same thing for the past twenty years is, um, is, is not a steerer to the idea. I hear, I hear what you're saying, but the, the concept is that clothing express the person. Or at least can or should express the person.
1: Well, yeah. even that's expressing your yeah. expressing that you're that that you're not expressing yourself in clothing. So it's like you're expressing that you have a higher.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that as you're saying that. Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. Okay, it, garments are also external to you; they are not you. You are not your action most nearly everyone knows that most people know that yeah you are not your speech a lot of people know that but the chiddush is you're not your thinking most people don't know that thinking is something that either happens to you or that you do but it's not you so i had a a friend i tell you i'll I'll let into i was my brain the way my mind works but I tell you, this morning I was sitting there holding a safe Torah. I got, I got um, not the 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 hug at the end. Right? I sat Hag- with the safe Torah, but the the one, the closed one. With so I sat with the safe Torah, and as the guys like wrapping it up, my brain said into my head, my said like, imagine what would happen if you threw the safe Torah on the floor. Yeah, like my brain said that to me. I'm not even gonna you. Tell- some of the things my brain says to me is like wacky. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone has the same thing, you know. Everyone's like, sitting there thinking, "Yeah, yeah." I say this, like, you know, I'm not. So I had a, a friend of mine who's a psych a psychologist, whatever. I can't, like, I don't know. He, uh, a therapist. He told me about that. He had this this kid who came to him saying, "I'm suicidal." And he was like, "Okay, why?" She's, she's this. This. I think it was a girl. She said, "Every every time I'm walking down the street, I just keep thinking about jumping in front of the cars." And that's not called suicidal. There's just certain minds that put things together. Like you know, there's people who walk into your house and they like you see them as they walk in, they're checking out everything, like the Terminator, like everything, you know, they, you know, and then you get other people who walk into your house and they don't, they're just looking at you. They they don't even recognize that they walked into a house. You know what I'm saying? People's minds work in different ways, yeah. So thinking. It's not really a revelation of you in, in, in many ways. There is also is as well a little bit, but, but, but keep that in mind that negative thinking is not you. It really isn't you. And you don't have to think of yourself. It's just the way your brain works. It's just like, I tell you, I thought of myself as a, as a rusher for many years because when I'd carry, I walk up my stairwell. I'd like, if I was carrying one of my young children, it would flick through my mind like the thought of what would happen if you dropped him down the, the stairwell. It's like, I'm shocked by the fact that, that thought came into my mind. And then one Shabbos, this is only a few months ago, I was walking up the stairs holding my Stender with a bunch of Svarim. And the same thought was like, what would it, what would happen if the spharm and the stenders fell down? So it's not any kind of psychotic craziness. It's just some people's mind, they see X and they see Y and they put it together. They see a, you know, a big drop and they're holding a watermelon and it flicks through their mind, the drop, the watermelon, you put it together You understand it's not, it's a very important, it's very freeing, it's very uh, liberating to know this. So we're not our thinking, and we're definitely not our speech, and we're also not our actions. They're external to us, just like garments, okay? You can put them on and take them off at will. Behaviour means I can stop behaving any minute I wish. Now we know that I can stop doing whatever I'm doing, and I can just stop speaking whenever whenever I want, whenever I want to speaking, when I want to stop speaking. What about stopping thinking?
1: I mean, you can stop thinking about something by thinking about something else. Really?
0: There you go. I, I really, it takes a lot of a lot of
1: meditation. St- <laughs> really
0: it takes a lot of skill and practice to actually be able to still your thoughts. But to distract your thought from one thought to another, everyone can do that, absolutely.
1: But if I, tell you, if I tell you don't think of an elephant, can you actually not think of an elephant?
0: Well, I I will immediately, once you say that to me, I'll start looking behind me and start looking at the picture and start analyzing how it's square. I like the colors, I think of the frame around it. And within about 10 seconds, you've forgotten about the elephant, completely. I, do that. I, mean, I don't need to do that much anymore. You
1: can't prevent a thought to come into your mind, but you can get it out there as quickly as possible. Exactly. Yeah,
0: we're going to discuss that. There's a lot of thoughts. That, there's different kinds of thinking. There's what's called hihurim. There's what's called machshavas. There's bhikavana. There's a misha, um, there's, there's all different kinds of thinking, but we'll we'll discuss that later on. But but the point is that just like you can stop doing something, you can stop speaking something, and you can even contrary to contrary contrary to
1: popular thinking, so.
0: to probably believe that you can also stop thinking as well. Again, contrast this to an emotion. So I can stop doing and speaking and thinking can I just stop loving someone
1: in the, same way that I can any...
0: stop, in the same way that I can just stop speaking? Could I stop loving someone? Absolutely not. Wow. And even deeper than that, could I just stop? Um, um, could I just stop um, and decide that two times two doesn't equal four? you can't do that even more than the loving see i could i in, over a certain amount of time i could eventually come to not love someone that i love already with a certain, with you know whatever but to disentangle yourself from something that you know that's even even more so the point is that behavior is very very much time bound emotions are less time bound and intellect is even less time bound. Okay, so that's a very nice thing to know. By emotion, by by um by um by behavior, that we can literally like clothing. You can put them on and take them off. So too with um with uh with behavior, you can put them on and take them off. And that's a quite liberating thing to know. Okay, the idea of wearing a false garment. Okay, you could wear a garment, See, like we said, garments are there to express and reveal who you are, but you could also disguise yourself with a beggar, meaning I could behave the opposite of who I am. And this is really a big foundation of, of, of Yiddishkeit is if I'm an angry person, I don't have to behave in an angry way. Just like if I'm feeling sad, I can dress up in very happy clothes. okay. It's a very, very important point. That's called moi, moi alalev. means for example, as I was thinking this the other day, your brain, although you might not think this, you'll see in a second, your brain is, unless you're actually sick, your brain is always in control of your behavior. An example, yeah? A guy hasn't been, a guy's quit smoking for eight months and he's just He's, he's had a crazy day his wife's been annoying he's like he hasn't eaten properly he's tired and it's like that's it he's 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 got the cigarette in his there's nothing you could do nothing you could say yeah he's got the cigarette in his mouth he takes the lighter and you come up to him and you say i'll give you a thousand dollars to put that cigarette on the floor and, and stamp it out and smish it and there's no question he'll be able to do that Unless he's like a billionaire and he doesn't care about $1,000. But there'd be a price. There would be a price that would stop him from engaging in that behavior. Unless a person actually becomes sick and is a choyle nefesh, his mind, his brain is always in control of his behavior. He's just, he makes a cheshbon that it's not worth it. And he behaves in a whatever way. But at the end of the day, your behavior is always in control. You're always in control. So you can wear false garments. You can you can behave in a way that is contrary to who you are or to how you're feeling or to what you know. or Everyone's with me? Okay. And now... Um, this is probably the most important point that we're going to make now that we're going to move into a whole next love is that you can wear clothing that isn't yours you can borrow someone else's garments how do I think someone's thoughts
1: what does that mean someone else's garments is supposed to you what are your garments as opposed to someone?
0: Well listen you guys are just sitting there listening to me right now yeah that means you're thinking my thoughts if you were to be reading a book that i wrote or that anyone wrote you'd be thinking that person's thoughts meaning they're not your thoughts you could you could copy what i'm saying yeah you could learn out fashion verbatim what i'm saying that wouldn't be your speech this is really really the deepest level though is that let's say i need my dry cleaning taken to the dry cleaners and you you it's you don't have any dry cleaning to take it you you wanted to go do something else and you go and take my dry cleaning to the dry cleaners you are becoming clothed in my lavouche of action you hear that? It's a trip. You guys with me? You heard that you understand the profundity of what we just said? Yeti, you didn't get it? Okay, let me ask you a question. You punch, so, someone punches someone, yeah? And you go to court and you say to that, you say to the judge, I didn't do it, it was my hand. Yeah, that's ridiculous. What about if I beat someone with a stick? Now I've got a real excuse. It wasn't just my hand, it was the stick in my hand, yeah? No. What about if I was standing on the top of a cliff and I used the stick to like pry off a a stone, a rock, and it fell down and hurt someone? it wasn't even my hand, it wasn't the stick, it was a rock that... No. I become enclosed, my ruts on becomes enclosed within the stick within the rock so now when you go and take my my dry cleaning to the dry cleaners you've just become like an extension like you're just like my hands you with me that's the omek by the way of what we call an evid Hashem that's really what an evid is a servant slaves a bit annoying a servant you just you just become an embodiment of the other person's action. You're you're just their hands. That's all you are. You with me? So now this is really where we're going with this with this chapter to get to understand it like this because we're going to start talking about rotzeh shem, and what what does it mean then to do mitzvahs? If we understand that this is clothing, what does it mean then to do a mitzvah? So for example. Let's say my father's desire is to watch me dance. He's weird. He wants to see me dance. Yeah. So now that's, that's his will. That's what he wants. So now when I dance in front of him, I'm causing his Watson to take place. You with me? I'm the one who animates his desire. His desire is to see me dance. so I start dancing around. I'm the one who's causing his desire to be'm I'm, I'm being makaayam his desire. I'm allowing I'm causing his desire to to be to exist, etc. That's called becoming clothed in his ratson why because i'm animating it how is it that my clothes look at my clothes right now you see my clothes are moving around how is it that my clothes are moving around is because i'm enclosed within my clothes so when someone animates a garment he is called the one who's wearing the garment so when i go and do yo i do you a favor here. i go and uh, i go and wash your car for you that that action now means I'm becoming enclosed in your in your garment of action.
1: Mm.
0: You with me? Okay. So let's let's put that to the side for a minute because we need to go off topic and talk about something else for a minute, and then we're going to bring it back together as well to Um Okay emotions so we've just discussed garments translation of of, of garments of bugadim of is behavior yeah thought speech and action now emotions what is it that actually animates what causes you to behave what causes you to think speak and do motivation yeah What's what? What is that? What's what is motivation? What is the motivation? desire? So so it really boils that. Well, really everything is. If you're going to call that ruts on, that's like the beginning, almost the beginning of the whole system. But basically, what causes behavior is emotion. Emotion cannot. Not express it cannot not express itself in behavior. Does that sound right? Emotion, emotion needs to express itself in behavior. Literally needs
1: to. Or if what? The emotion is sorry. Or what? If it doesn't, then just I don't I don't follow. When you say me, what does that mean? Yeah.
0: If you if you have a genuine emotion, a, a deep, tangible, palpable emotion if you don't express it you will feel the effects of that that will feel like genuine that will feel like suppression that will that will that will cause some kind of physiological discomfort and psychological discomfort and you depending on the level of it it will explode at some point or whatever it's called suppression emotions need to be expressed so um now the way they're expressed that's very that's that's different that that can take on endless forms but the um the idea of em- we we could really describe an emotion as the body's reaction to the mind the way you think about something really the way you understand it i don't want to get too involved in the difference in understanding and thinking but it gets quite complicated to work out how the whole thing works but, but let's just keep it simple right now that that we'll just say the system goes like this and it's it is more complicated than this but we're just gonna say the system goes like this intellect causes emotions which spur action or behavior okay so from intellect is born emotions and from emotions is is uh, is caused behavior so the way we understand something is the way we're going to feel about it. So when I tell you about you know the 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 tragic cruelty that's going on in the Ukraine right now, whatever, then you will have certain emotions towards that. And the deeper we explain that and 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 give it length and breadth and depth, the deeper the emotions will be towards that. And if the emotions get really really genuine, like mama's genuine, you will go and do something about that, whether it whether it means donating money or strapping on some combat gear and flying over there. I don't know. That would take some crazy emotions, but 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 it will express itself somehow. So I just I'm going to show you. Just I'm going to do a quick screen share because this is really a cool thing. One minute. Can everyone see this? This is, uh, there was, in, in 1989, this is such a profound thing to see. In 1989, there was this thing in England called the Hillsborough Disaster, where 96 football fans got, got smushed. It was like, the like Havdu, like a bit like in what happened in Mehran, Rahman Um, 96, Mahmash, the 96 people got Mahmash tragedy killed in this stadium. This is what happened in the next days after this. You see this? This is a, f- a football field full full of flowers.
1: What am I what am I showing you here? People doing something about their feelings They had to. It's not like
0: everybody got together and they decided they're going to do this big thing for flowers. It was just that everybody felt so strongly. That they just everyone just had to do something. I mean, what more can you do than buy flowers? So they just people endless people bought flowers. Emotions will express themselves eventually as as um, as behavior. Very important to know that. Okay, so what is what is emotion? Emotion basically boils down to alpha and era. Those are the two primary emotions, and that means, we've spoken about this before, a movement towards, which is Ava, really technically it's bringing towards you. whatever. And then yera is a repulsion away, which, again, it's like pushing away or not so much, Maybe you moving away as well, whatever. But those are basically the two, the two emotions. A movement towards, that's why in English I think why it's called emotion, motion from Russian motion um it's interesting but man tells me that when we see when someone fears the heart actually pumps quicker when you have some kind of fear yeah the heart pumps quicker so he says that when you have love your heart pumps to a different rhythm that's a nice thing to know that the emotions have an expression on a physiological level they express themselves in a physiological way, okay? And then that expresses itself into a behavior. So it comes out that all behavior basically falls into two categories, doing and withholding. In, a, in context of a relationship with our wife, we have the behavior of buying her flowers, And we have the behavior of holding back saying something nasty. Which emotion causes which behavior? Obviously, Ava motivates us to buy her flowers. But our Ava for her doesn't necessarily motivate us to turn off the Mazgan when she's she's cold and I'm still hot. I could love her. But that wouldn't be the motivating factor that would allow me to stop something or to to put myself smaller than her, make her more important than me. Because when I love her, it's about me loving her. But when I respect her, now she becomes more than she becomes more real to me. That's why a relationship is always the foundation of every relationship is always yira respect. Ava is on top of that. But, but the the when I when I respect someone, that means that I actually appreciate that they exist. Ava can just be like you're, the, you know, you're the object of my love. You're just an object. It's about me and my love. But when you respect someone, it's about them. So anyway, so all the all our positive actions towards our wife are driven from our Ava, and all of our our restraining ourselves is. Motivated by our year, by our respect. Okay, now we're going to start buying this together. Okay, so we've got these two. We've got we've got it clear in our head. We've got garments, which is behavior, thought, speech, and action. And we've got emotions, which is av and year, movement towards, movement away, which generates the behavior, the thought, speech, and action. The Ava generates positive thought, speech, and action. And the Yira gives us the energy to withhold from doing something, saying something, or thinking something. As such, it comes out that the godly soul... We remember we were saying that garments express who you are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What does the godly soul want? We didn't really say this yet, but this is what we're saying now. What 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 is, what's the agenda of the of the nefesh hmm. Well, the nefesh uh,
1: the agenda of the nefesh is. I would say for the Nefesh of Bahamas to not exist. In other words, like, not not exist, but in other words, if you're saying that all the Nefesh of Bahamas wants to do is to be, is to be. So I would imagine that the Nefesh Lukus. it's not that it wants to be, it just, the Nefesh of Bahamas blocks it. So it's just a complete flow. But
0: what is it one? You're right, the Nefesh HaBahamis interferes with it. Nefesh HaBahamis has its own agenda. You know what the agenda of the Nefesh HaBahamis is? It doesn't have an agenda. It just wants to do ruts and Hashem.
1: It has, to uh,
0: <laughs> let's say, okay, fine, we can say that, because so it's more complicated, but fine. Let's say if, that, if that's Hashem's agenda, then that's what the Nefesh HaBahamis wants. Meaning the nefesh of the keys, like what, what, what? Give me, give me some examples of of garments that your animal soul wears.
1: Garments. Every Um, single um, thing
0: that you think, speak, and do that isn't kadosh is an example of the garments of your animal soul. All behavior that isn't godly is your nefesh el- al-Bahamis expressing himself. The nefesh al is opposite of that. The nefesh doesn't want to, doesn't have any self-expression. All the nefesh al wants to do is express the raboina That's Because that's what it is. That's all she is. She's the boynesh stuck inside you. <laughs> that's what your nefesh l'kis is. That's what your neshama is. It's just God stuck inside you. Now, is it going to be that he's stuck inside you? That would be like a Russia where he's stuck and he's incarcerated within you and he's like bound up. He can't do anything. Or is he being zaycher to express himself
1: through you?
0: That's that's. Called behaving like a tzaddik.
1: So when I wake up in the morning and I go daven, so now why am I davening? I'm davening because I want something, or I'm a davening because Hashem wants me to daven.
0: I don't know. That's a, that,
1: that's for you No, know. I'm I, I'm saying so. If I'm davening because I need something from Hashem, so that's
0: a there's a mitzvah to daven for for, for your tzva'achim. So let, let let's get let's let's take it away from like being personal because it, it it's very a person could be put on to fill in you know for himself and you know it it could be very uh it could be very um uh not you know not godly uh, and and a person could be sitting there eating Google and being very godly so it, it it's it's very dependent on 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 the person but the point is. That the nefesh akis expresses herself through Torah and mitzvahs. She does. If it's not Torah and mitzvahs, but like Yola me have been speaking about this, this like whole meditation thing, that if if a person's like meditating deeply and having these amazing spiritual experiences, yeah, if it's not kushur to Torah and mitzvahs, it is not an experience of the nefesh akis and if it's not kashrut toymitzers, to the nefesh lakis is as in is in is in a dungeon as deep as when the person is is pressing on on uh, you know Kugel and uh, and on a Thursday night if they're doing it for their own selfish purposes. The same dungeon, and maybe even a deeper dungeon, because ruchnius is a greater pleasure, maybe. But the the nefesh lakis is only expressing she can only express herself through and mitzvahs that's it if it's not To mitzvahs it's not the nefesh elakit expressing herself now what's and mitzvahs To mitzvahs like we said can literally be anything it can't be an avera but it could be any any rushus any mutter action that's al manas that's the shame mitzvah you with me that becomes a mitzvah. So, like as I'm, I'm walking to shul, there's no mitzvah to walk. It's not like you know, there's no mitzvah to walk like there is to put on to fill in. But if I'm walking to shul and going to shul is a mitzvah and dovening in shul is a mitzvah, now the walking becomes an expression. The Nefesh Lakiz is expressing herself through the walking. You with me? So now let's do the what, what we're going to try and do here now is ridiculous but let's try there's so what what is the Torah what kind of question can we ask such a thing what is the Torah so the Torah is summarized in two words and we'll add on new so three words we say his will and his rotson. That's Torah. When we say, that Hashem and his Torah is one, we are referring to the fact that he is one with his, his, his will and his, his wisdom, with his rotson and with his hohna. So a really good analogy to get this clear is you've got this guy who is he values time very deeply. Now, valuing time is a very kind of abstract concept. Like, what do you mean you value something? And anyway, what is time? And and what's your relationship to time? And why do you value time? It, it's a very abstract. Any, any value is abstract by definition. So you got this guy who values time, yeah. Now, how's that gonna impact what shoes he buys? I I I would say this. I'm not gonna who,
1: spend too much time on it.
0: Ah, well, maybe, but maybe not. As in number one, I would I would suggest Sean as well. We I would suggest that he might buy laceless shoes as opposed to shoes with laces. A guy who values time, that could be, that could make a decision. You with me? Now you said he'll do it quickly, it could be that he would do it quickly, but it could also be that he would spend 15, 20 minutes researching what shoes to buy because he wants to, you understand? That same value will also express itself on, uh, you know, when he's going on a business trip, he'll take out an hour to meticulously plan the whole thing. Whereas another guy might just go and, you know, hope for the best because he's not so much good on his time. The point is that this abstract value, it could also be if a guy really values his time, that when he's walking in the street, and he wants to turn the corner that you know the street turns turns in a right angle that he would actually edge closer to the to the corner like you know like in like in racing when you go closer to the to cut the corner make the corner less the apex yeah, exactly it it could the point is the point is that that crazily abstract value expresses itself in his life in endless different ways you with me so when you're seeing him buying shoes or you're seeing him researching the shoes or you're seeing him planning his business trip or you're seeing him cut the corner quicker as he's walking towards our place you're not seeing slip-on shoes and and, and, and Akira's in Amazon and, and and the guy planning a business. You're seeing this man's valuing of time. You with me? To get this clear is a really helpful analogy to understand what the Torah is. That is the Torah. That really is the Torah, is that the Torah is the Reboyna Shalolem's Ratzon being expressed in the reboy of this world, of the complexities and the endless, the endless multiplicity of this world. So in this case, it comes out that you that fill in needs to take place. At this place, it comes out that matzah needs to be eaten. In this circumstance, it comes out that you need to avert your eyes. What are you seeing? Depends where you're holding. If you're living in this world, then you're seeing a guy put on to fill in, a guy not looking at something, a guy shaking a little of an esrog. But if you're a chassid and you're going, lifnim sadin, inside this crazily complex external world. What are you seeing? You're seeing Rots and Hashem. Just in this case, it expresses it like this. Like the guy in the shoe shop expresses his value of time like this. But when he's in the airport, that same value is expressed like this. And when he's on holiday, that same value is expressed like this. And when he's sitting with his kids, that same value is expressed like this. So too, at Pesach time, the Rabboni Sholeim's Ratzon is revealed through eating matzah. At Sukkot time, the Rabboni Sholeim's Ratzon is revealed through a yid shaking little of an esrog. You with me? But it's all him. It's all him. Now, that means that when we're doing... Oh, sorry. That means that when we are when we are doing mitzvahs, we are wearing his garments. We becoming clothed in him, in him mamash. So it's so funny because we're looking for all these experiences and I want to feel close to God and I want to, you know, we're like taking off the tefillin quickly so that we can go and do the meditation. Or we're, or we're, or we're, we're trying to get through davening so that there's some other kind of, you know, cool thing that's going to go on. that We can have some kind of experience. But whether you're feeling it or not, that's mummers. By the way, you are. But when we are involved in the mitzvah and we're involved in the mitzvah we become enclosed within Him Himself because we're becoming enclosed in His Ratzon. And him and his ruts are one, like we just said with that guy who uh who values time, however it is. So when we're performing, so so it could be that the, the the same example would be I would be buying that guy his slip-on shoes, or I would be planning that guy's trip to make sure that no time is wasted. I'm becoming enclosed in his ruts on. That's what's but happening we, when we're doing tournaments.
1: We said When we started, we are not speech, action, and thought.
0: Yeah.
1: And now we're saying we are.
0: No, that was a really good question. We are not speech, action, and thought, but we are the one who behaves. We are the one who thinks, speaks, and does. Now, Hashem's Ratzon, let's just take Shofer on Rosh Hashanah. That's what he wants. That expresses itself in this world as a yid blowing shofar on Rosh Hashanah. Now I am now fulfilling his ratson. I am activating his his ratson is that a shofar is heard by a yid on Rosh Hashanah. I'm a yid, I've got ears, it's Rosh Hashanah. Let's hear the shofar. That's an action, you with me? So I'm becoming enclosed within his ratson. That's the exact point. It's not my behavior, it's his rutson translated into behavior. Like we said, remember the guy values time and therefore he buys the slip-on shoes. So that, that deep value, which is a rutsun of his, expresses itself through a certain behavior, buying shoes. So to Hashem's deep ratson is expressed on Rosh Hashanah as a yid-hearing shofar. So if I was buying the guy his slip-on shoes, I would be coming in clothed within his behavior, which is an expression of him of himself, an expression of himself. So when I'm doing the mitzvah, I'm becoming enclosed within the expression of God himself. That's what we mean when we say that one hour of chuva and ma'asim toivim is worth all of the koros ruach of olam haba because you're coming into contact with the bohnishlolem himself just like when you're buying if if that guy is all about time time that he he all about valuing time when you're touching one of his or when you're performing one of his actions that is about saving time you're touching him It depends where your mind is. If your mind's on the shoes, then you're not touching him. You're touching a pair of shoes. But if your mind's on him, the shoes dissolve and all there is is him. That's the exact same thing with the mitzvah. It depends where we're holding. It depends if we're a chassid or not. When I say chassid, I don't mean like this. I mean a real chassid are we are we going inside that's what a is lifting dinner are we going inside to him or are we stuck on the external in the external world and we've got we're holding like this funny stick and a a lemon thing or are we going inside and the stick and the lemon and the and the and the and the uh, and the that all just disappears and there's just rots and Hashem. You with me? This is mitzvahs. Mitzvahs means becoming enclosed in the Rabboinah Shlolim himself. And that's that's o'may sin toivim. You know, the Mishnah says, yeah? Rabbi Yaakov says, (inaudible) Yafesha achas b'tshuva o'may sin toivim bo'ilam hazeh me'kol chayor Lamhaba. What's chorus Ruach? Oh man, Yo just went just for the bit that he needed to hear. Okay. <laughs> that chorus Ruach is, is the spiritual experience. That's what Olam Haba is about. Olam Haba is about experiencing God. But this world is about Dveikus, which means becoming Godly. It's very different. Experiencing something and becoming something. In Olam Haba, you sit back, so to speak, with, Olam Haba is a, a loose term, like Olam and Hashanah, whatever, whatever, whatever he's talking about in the Mishnah. You sit back and you're watching the Raboina Shroelam and you feel a certain way. In this world, we're becoming one with the Raboina Shroelam Mamush. And that's why it says chuva or my simtovim. We'll finish on this. Why, why chuva or my simtovim? What's chuva? What's my symtovim? Like we said, I said this to Yitzi the other day. Chuva means not, oh, look how bad I am. I'm so rubbish. Oh, this is I could be so much better than this. Chuva, real chuva, deep chuva, is the reboyne shlolem deserves so much more from me. He deserves so much more. That's Chuva. I'm returning to him. It's not about me. It's not about me being the best I can be. And it's, about, it's about what he deserves. That's Chuva. And then what's My Sim Toivim? So we can translate the word Toiv as transparent. From Chuva comes My Sim tovim, meaning I'm doing actions that become transparent and that's exactly what this this peric is talking about is the actual action becomes like the buying the shoes it becomes irrelevant in a sense there's other there's other pechinas as well not talking about right now but in the on the on the pechina we're talking about right now is that when i'm doing the mitzvah the external trappings of it become very secondary and I'm, I'm focused on the fact that this is Ratz and Hashem. It happens to be that in this situation, Ratz and Hashem means to put Tzedakah in this guy's hand. And in this situation, Ratz and Hashem means not looking at that woman who walks past me. But it's not about the woman, and it's not about the Tzedakah, it's about the Ratz and Hashem. That's Maisim Toivim. That's when the Maisim, the actual Maisa becomes transparent. And that's why it needs chuvah Because without chuvah it can't. There can't be my sin tovim. You with me? If you don't re, if you don't sink your mind back to the and put him in the middle of your reality, then your actions are not going to be transparent. Your actions are going to become opaque. And oh, now I'm putting Tzedakah in the pushka. Now I'm not looking. Now I'm practicing the art of shmiras enayim. No. You, this is the reboinus and this is the reboinish and this is the reboinish, and this is the reboinish That's tuber mycintobin. That's when the 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 actual external level of the act dissolves to the one for whom you are acting. And that's how it should be in our marriages as well. It shouldn't be an endless, an endless. Uh, it shouldn't be endless activity if I'm doing this for my wife, I'm doing that for my wife, I'm doing it. It should be an experience of my wife. Ah, in this situation, the trash needs to be taken out. In this situation, I need to earn some money. In this situation, I need to tell the kid to shut up. Whatever it is. Do you hear? Do you hear like that? That's freedom from the self. That's that's real chuva. is the most, chuva's, is just like being released from that prison that we call me (laughs) the darkest dingiest prison there is that people can't it's so dark and dingy and people are so used to it they can't even imagine being released from it the very thought of like getting out of that prison is so scary like you ever saw the film the shawshank redemption yeah you remember the guy at the end like it's the same with all those movies you know there's always a guy who's been in prison for like 40 years and he just can't he just can't imagine leaving. But it's so much it's just <laughs> that's it. Anyway, okay. Is there any questions?
1: Yes. I forgot it now. Well no, does does Hashem have shakes to 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 what do we say? Uh uh Tovim and Thuva and Maison Tovim.
0: That's Hashem's Ratzon. My tov, I didn't really say that. My simtova means mitzvahs.
1: But we say Hashem does mitzvahs. What? We say Hashem does mitzvahs. Also, yes.
0: He, yeah, but we, we, that, that, that really is referring to the fact that we do them for Him. As in, when we say that Hashem does mitzvahs, that's because it's His Ratzon. We all do our own Ratzon. But we're the ones who actually, in this world, we do the mitzvahs for him. So really, that that's why the halacha is, according to the balatanya, when you see somebody doing a mitzvah, you should stand up for them. The balatanya, things that. you should stand up. When you see a guy doing a mitzvah, you see a guy putting on to fill in, you should stand up. Why? Because you're not seeing a guy putting on to fill in. You're seeing a portal opening up and the Rabboni Sholem pouring into his world what you wouldn't stand up for that you shouldn't be able to sit back down after seeing that in truth you should really fall on the floor prostrated and just start screaming hashem hu elokim hashem hu elokim hashem hu elokim and not be able to stop until the guy like goes from your presence
1: why are we sitting for this whole shear? what's going on <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. We should be Zaykh. How, how, how do I say it? When? Yeah. We should be Zaychan. This is it. This is the whole thing, man. We should be we should we should just the whole thing is dedicated to 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 becoming De Hashem, the, the putting him, letting go of all this is what it means to be a chosid. Remember, lifim That means going inside this world. We're not buying our boss slip-on shoes. We're not. We're not. We're not. It's not about slip-on shoes. It's about the boss. In this case, he needs slip-on shoes. In this case, he needs me to get him the ticket for this. In this and, this, and this, but it, all of that stuff, the misnugged is connected to that outer level. The Hossid is connected to the one who is being expressed through that behavior. And that's mitzvahs. All of this, by the way, I've, I made these like very extensive notes. I put a lot of time into this. Uh, they're, they're in the link. You can print it out and you can go through the whole thing. It's got everything as we've, basically not word for word, but but it's, it's I, I just read from the script kind of thing. Okay, I'm gonna go. Still bad. Oh There's a lot to say.
1: Thank so, you, okay. Rabbi. Unbelievable. Thank you.
0: Also.